Thank you for joining us for Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Sam and David. have to examine within our hearts is like man have I truly given my heart to him have I truly laid down what I think is best what I know what I mean know is best by logic am I really laying down and not ignoring his spirit that's speaking to me because the reality is is that the spirit of God is still moving even when you don't see something noticeable happening that doesn't mean there aren't things going on behind the scenes. Like any theatre show, you know that there's a lot of hustle and bustle going on that's unseen to the crowd. Well, today, Sam and David share how God has a lot going on that we don't see. Now let's join Sam and David for Community Night on Main Thing Radio as they continue their message, Faithful Servants. That thing that you see that how they brought up in Acts 17, you could truly see that God was moving among them because it wasn't just like, you know, somebody from the church was telling him, oh yeah, everything's good. No, people from all around the region, not just the village, were talking about what was going on in Thessalonica. Everybody was talking about that there was something there that they have never seen. They lived in a time where, you know, we see later on in that very same chapter of Acts 17, where there's even towns that talk about all these new philosophies and new ways to love and new, new things to learn. But even that, they have never seen what they saw in the church in Thessalonica and, and stood out. And that's why Paul was truly like just bringing it out because this, we gotta, we gotta realize that, that this is something that doesn't just impact us in our walk, but it impacts the world around us. And like a quick story that I always share, I remember there was one time that we used to put a tent and we used to like pass out parking passes. And I remember a, a few guys were standing there, like a, like a breakfast club, you know, it's early in the morning. And there was a guy walking across the street and somebody just simply waved at him with a smile, like something that simple, you know, something that mundane. And something st- stirred up in that guy to come and visit the church. And this guy, his name was Solomon. And coincidentally, you know, but his name was Solomon. He comes to the church and he's like, he just gives his life to Christ back. Like from that one simple way, like long story short, he gives his life back to Christ. He goes back to Phoenix to go restore his relationship with his family, all because somebody just responded and let the Lord use him by waving at him. And Paul encourages the church in, in that time to, to really move on into this, this mindset of, of truly residing in God's love, truly residing in the work that God is doing in them. And like, to, I don't know if this has happened to you, you know? Like, we forget a lot of times, or I forget a lot of times, truly what Jesus did for me. You know, it's like, oh yeah, he died on the cross. Yeah, 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 but we don't, we don't, understand like we don't it's it's been always a battle for me 
personally to, to, to hold on to, like, man, while I was still a sinner, he died for me. He didn't die for me for the perfect Sam that may come to be by imitating him. He died to me knowing the worst parts of me that still exist to this day. That is not something that just disappeared the second I gave my life to Jesus. It's a constant struggle. And it's a question that we all have to ask ourselves. Is it something that we all have to examine within our hearts? Is like, man, have I truly given my heart to him? Have I truly laid down what I think is best, what I know, what I may know is best by logic? Am I really laying down and not ignoring his spirit that's speaking to me? Because the reality is, is that the spirit of God is still moving. Everybody, church, you know, God didn't just die and he rose again. And that's where the story ends. He's still working within us to this day, 24-7, even in areas when we can imagine, when, when we're just so focused in our, in our little world, God's working all around and he doesn't stop even when we stop. And he's still working within us even when we stop working within us. And that's the beautiful God that we serve. And we can't confuse that just because we show up to a Bible study on a Tuesday night or because we, like, I, like, you know, post a nice verse and it's like, okay, checklist, you know. I'll do all things to Christ who strengthens me. But then when I need to do all things, I'm not going to Christ to strengthen me. You know, that's something that I struggle with all the time. Paul says their faith turned them into examples. And that's something that convicts me because I constantly put limitations on God. You know, when, 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 when I see what I have to truly surrender in order to live for him, it's not convenient. And it's not the whole idea of just selling everything. It's not that, it's not that. It's just simply in the little things of just speaking to somebody. It's the simple things to dying to my pride of, of going to my father and forgiving him though he doesn't believe he did anything wrong and still loving him, you know, you know, not putting conditions on my dad because of his worldview or because his lack of experience or, or lack of love. And I know Jesus changed me, and you may know that you've met him, but in this season, he's really, I, I believe, we believe that he's really calling us to wake up, <laughs> you know, especially in that he's calling us to wake up, to to be examples, to be this church. And we have to truly examine, guys. Like, I'm speaking to you as, as, as much as I'm speaking to me. We really have to examine what's the fruit in our lives. What's, what's really going on when nobody's watching? Or what's really going on when everybody's watching? And I was really convicted. I remember one time I was talking to one of the kids in the youth group. And I had this shirt that says, Jesus loves you. And this lady comes out of nowhere and just starts yelling at me. And you guys don't know me that well, but that's, that's the one thing that gets me mad really fast when somebody just comes like yelling at me out of nowhere. I'm like, whoa, dude, slow down. I don't know who you are. But at that moment, all I, and it was the spirit of God, I believe. It's like all that I was remembering instead of saying a curse where it's like, Jesus loves you. And I was like, that's what she's seeing in front of her. And so that's why we have to really examine uh, something that we, we're going to dig a little bit deeper now is how then do we live this life? How do we then become exemplary? And 
we want us to, like us as a church, we in this building or on Facebook, I don't know what camera or whatever, but, or Instagram, hello, um, to really take the time and think about this and talk to God about it. Don't let this, it's so easy when we, when we come to church and listen to messages, it's so easy to just hear it and be like, that was a good message. And then it does, and then it's gone. Like it, it, it's rattling around in the back of my brain somewhere, but I don't do anything with it. Like look for, where is God calling you to practice what he says, to do what he says in your world, to, to be an example of his goodness? Verse 8, 1 Thessalonians 1, 8, Paul says, Not only has the word of the Lord sounded forth from you in Macedonia and Achaia, your faith in God has gone forth everywhere so that we don't need to say anything. They themselves report concerning us the kind of reception we had among you, how you turned from God to God from idols to serve the living and true God, to wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus who delivers us from the wrath to come. So how were the Thessalonians exemplary? He says, the way you received us, again, like we talked about, with this sincere love, they, they, you know, just basic hospitality in the sense of just, they just invited them in and took care of them, and then they went way beyond. They, I forgot to mention, it also says they bought, they bought, they bailed them out of jail. They paid the, the, the price to get them out of jail once everybody threw them in prison. They, they spent their money, they risked their lives, they risked their families, they overnight, you know, they took all these, all these crazy risks because they were family, because they loved one another. It also says they turned from idols to serve the living and true God. And again, they, all of this, it's tied to this thing that they lived in expectation of Jesus' return. They were eagerly awaiting. Another word that I think might be helpful to think of with this is like anticipation. This isn't the idea of like, I hope it happens, or I'm going to wait and see what happens. The idea here is anticipation. It's coming, I just don't know when. tuning in to Community Nights, a ministry of Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. Pastor Robert and Elizabeth invite you to join them each Friday as they share from the scriptures those things that are important to the church, the church family, and the community outside your four walls. We're so glad you joined us. If you'd like to explore more of these messages or listen to Pastor Robert's verse-by-verse teachings through the Bible, Visit MainThingRadio.com now. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. You'll find a link on our website. We'd love to hear from you too. Let us know how Main Thing Radio has impacted you or someone you know. And tell us what the Lord's been doing in your life. You can connect through the contact form at MainThingRadio.com, through Facebook or Twitter, or just give us a call at 305-531-2730. Be sure to share any prayer requests too. We want to know how we can pray for you. 
That number again is 305-531-2730. We're coming to the end of our time with you today. Join Pastor Robert and Elizabeth next time for another Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. 